Good day. This is episode number 227, The Titanic Tourist Submersible. All aboard perish, and it even gets worse. I don't normally um, put up an early broadcast, but I am in light of this tragedy. At the time that I am recording this, uh, not only have they not found the submersible, but extremists that are given for <clears throat> the availability of oxygen is that it has either uh, run out or is going to run out very soon. As I am um, recording this for you, it's um, around 8.30 in the morning my time here on a Thursday. And I am telling you that from every bit of information that I have gathered, um, in particular the technical information on the submersible itself, it is actually much, much more would have been if they had um, made the dive successfully and returned to the surface unharmed. That is what the miracle would have been. But it was not to be. And all I can say is, technically speaking, if you haven't been told this, I'm going to tell you this. The submersible was basically an absolute and total death trap. Absolutely. It was a death trap. On so many levels how these people were convinced to get into this thing is beyond me. And of course, there'll be time to talk about all of this. But I am here to tell you now that they are all gone. And at this point, uh, with what I'm going to tell you, the only aspect of it remaining would be how they went. Now, for the last couple of days that I've been paying uh, close attention to this story, what has been talked about a great deal is the searchers uh, said that they have uh, reported hearing noises as though it could be someone you know, banging on the hall of, let's say, this this death trap. Um, and I do not know how much of that is actually true or simply something that has been passed along to the media to give hope. Um, but I am of the opinion 
And granted, this has to do with my own take on things of this nature. Um, one of the cruelest things that you can possibly do is to give false hope. And I'm going to state this right now. I would believe right at this moment it would be much more likely to have the second coming of Christ than the uh, possibility of finding these people not only at all, but finding them somehow alive and successfully returning them to the surface. Okay? And I don't expect the second coming of Christ anytime soon. So, be that as sad as that is, what I feel, um, what we should be moving on to, is um, trying to make sense of and understand what is currently going on. And for instance, with all the available technology, and they know a very close area, they know precisely where it was diving down, and that was pretty much, pretty much straight down from where they uh, were going to view the Titanic. And so the best to my to the best of my knowledge it's you know a straight two and two plus hour drop so it's not that big of an area if somehow something had it's not a huge area uh you know to move away from and again aside from this alleged banging as though uh let's say they got stuck on the wreckage and had no communication, and they're banging on the hull. Um, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not believing that. I'll tell you more than likely what happened. Now they got into this thing. They got into this damn death trap. And that's what it was. And. It, uh, it came to the pressures, despite the fact and the reinsurances of the, <clears throat> of the owner. And it was made of carbon fiber, not steel. And how much stronger carbon fiber may be per square inch and all that jazz. But in the material, it has some very... that. You know, pound for pound, that may be true, but it also has some very particular and, uh, you know, um, it has some aspects of it that are very particular to carbon fiber. And that is under very ideal conditions, if it is layered or wound precisely, and I mean it has to be precise, because in something like this, if the pressures are even even in the slightest degree off as far as tolerance in any part 
of the surface of this composite material. You know what happens? It doesn't it doesn't rupture. Okay? It disintegrates. It shatters into a million pieces and it's not metallic. So, two things and of course there were some there was certainly some metal the hatch various other places and any you know electronics on board but again with the exception of the hatch and certain other areas of the sub you're talking about just absolute instantaneous um, eruption it would just disintegrate into a billion pieces and so it's not the heavy kind of debris field that can be easily found or tracked. Ideally, and we can talk about, and we probably are going to talk about what could have been done and what should have been done. But the damn tragedy here is that this always has to happen endlessly. There's countless examples of this kind of thing happening before you have regulations that are strictly enforced. And I'm not going to go into certain aspects of this technical. I will say that the sub was never effectively tested effectively at the actual depth okay not nearly it wasn't tested so that's one aspect and then there's the aspect of the owner who was jokingly and mockingly signing papers that would allow them to dodge any regulations and inspections that should have been required. And he is jokingly making jokes as he scratches off the checklists of, of the uh, regulations and no, we don't need this and we don't need that. And it's just, that's what he did. That is what he actually did. And if I, if I seem a little bit more <clears throat> um, choked up than what I usually am, it's because, frankly, I am. It's, you know, of course, it's one thing when, you know, groups of people, people in their prime, when things like this happen and they die... That's that's one thing. But to die in a what essentially accounted for a death trap, a floating sinking coffin with no escape. No matter you have to remember, well especially especially from that depth you couldn't even if even if you popped out of that sub somehow. If it had a hatch, which would open, which it didn't, you know, you would be 
you'd be dead instantly. Just from the pressure alone, just that alone. And um, so, you know, that there's something really particularly scary about a situation where you are in there and no matter what, anything that can go wrong, and there was so much that could go wrong, but you're bolted in. So even a minor electrical problem, a minor fire, um, that would have been catastrophic in and of itself. The oxygen supply system not tested. Sensors, which should have been multiple sensors to indicate levels of car carbon uh, monoxide in the air and all not not there not present and this is just a damn shame so i wanted to say that that as i'm saying this this is one of those things that I wish I were wrong, and I hope as hell it's absolutely not absolutely confirmed that they're dead, but I'm 99.9% .9 sure they are. And I don't get any joy out of saying this. But to die for all the wrong reasons is is what is even more tra tragic <clears throat> and after we get through this and we will then there's going to be a whole second investigative phase and then that will drag on and on and on and on. All of these systems which were not up to um, spec, not even military grade spec, using off the shelf uh, for, for something this incredibly, incredibly dangerous and just choosing to use off-the-shelf, readily available equipment for design for other purposes, uh, using a you know an Xbox controller. Um, yeah. The iron, you know, the irony of this. The irony of this. In addition, is that some people who went down to see what's basically a grave site of man's hubris and declaring an unsinkable ship. And because once again, such as the cost-cutting efforts of Ismay, of uh, White Star Line and various other people, 
resulted in the deaths of close to 1,500 people. And once again, this particular submersible apparently sir came to the same hubris i i don't know what to say i know what the media will say but at this point um it's just incredibly sad it really is and like i said with the exception of this supposed banging that they report that they're hearing which of course if you're hearing banging the vision you have in your mind is that well this you know the ship is it's somehow it simply got caught on some it went too close to the actual wreck and it got entangled in something and actually got caught on part of titanic's wreckage and couldn't get free but that would not explain a number of things because unless they were that negligent that they didn't have several backup protocols to get a message somehow to the surface you're doing something like this folks you don't just have one radio hell for that matter you don't even have two radios you have like three so that the probability of not being able immediately reach the surface and also the fact that when they were late checking in, that never should have happened. And waiting as long as they did to inform anyone, that should not have happened. Because even if you're going to get to try to get some kind of rescue vessel that can go down there and there's not a whole lot of vessels that can do that you know you you can't you can't under these conditions you can't have it prepped in an hour and, and throw it in the water in addition to that on top of that even if you had something totally ready to go which is what they should have, in my opinion. But even if that is the case, you still can't just always willy-nilly, you can't just launch, because it cannot, if the seas are too rough, and that can go on for literally anywhere from hours to days. And if that is the case, you simply can't launch. Even if the submersible itself is ready to launch, you can't. You just can't. So that's what I mean from this is wrong. This is an absolute. It was an absolute. Almost entirely predictable. 
tragedy waiting to happen. You couldn't give something more ammunition, more probabilities and possibilities to go wrong than they did with this. And these people, they paid for that with their lives. And so, how many more are going to have to pay with their lives? And uh, the only... The only thing I can say remaining is the only good that I can see coming out of this is that in the future, hopefully, and once again, ironically, like all of the safety protocols that were changed as a consequence of Titanic, then the lightning will strike again from this so that this won't happen again. And um, they're not gonna they're not gonna find a vessel because in an absolute instant, if that structure fractured, and I mean in an instant, it would literally absolutely just explode and shatter. And um, the only good thing that can said, be said about that is that they didn't even have hardly any chance to feel any pain because everything would have been over with pretty much instantaneously. And um, that's all I have to say right now.